The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi mask. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. Hello everybody, welcome to Yes Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg, and tonight we're winging it. I'm just putting it out there. We uh, A couple weeks ago, Jake and I talked on the phone, which we tend to do, and he said, hey, we should just, well, I, mean, I don't know if he said it or I said it, but I said we should do an episode where we sit down with no plan and just see what happens. So tonight's either going to go down in history as a legendary hour to hour and 15 minutes of YHS content or a complete disaster. I can't wait to find out. Abigail Gardner, how are you? Hey, everyone. I'm doing well. Yeah, you guys did decide this was going to be kind of a structureless fun time. And then I tried to add structure and I called it a potluck. Yes. So I don't know if I'm going to be the only one going with that theme. No, it's fine. I made it. I mean, listen, we're going to talk about toys and movies, so it's not going to stretch too much further from our normal, uh, our normal, uh, whatever we do here. Cool. Uh, hey, Jake, what's up, man? You know, not not too much. Uh, I mean, I think first of all, Abby, I think maybe you are going to be alone on your potluck. I, I I won't spoil it, but I you're you're like Jake, you know I bring stuff. Theme. You know, I'll bring this to the table. You bring this to the table. And I'm like, all right. Well, my my. <laughs> My thing that I'm bringing to the table is the fact that there's nothing to bring to the table right now. <laughs> You're bringing nothing? Uh-uh. Jake's going to bring up Unacceptable. Old... I like the idea of Jake just showing up and just like reacting to things that have already happened that we've already talked about in the past. Like, hey guys, did you hear uh, Paul Feig's doing a new Ghostbusters movie? Like, oh, let's talk about that. That's interesting. <laughs> okay. Have you guys seen Bridesmaids? That's like bringing something expired to yeah. the potluck, so don't <laughs> well, do that. It's hard to bring like you know, the, the, I'm not going to spoil what you're bringing to the table, but it's like, it's hard to bring something to the table when it's like, there is no, there's no movie news happening. Nothing. There's no, there, you know, there's, there's not a whole, I mean, there's, there's a few small things, but there's like, there's just not enough to there's talk not enough. about. You know, and we've, we've, we've done pretty well at keeping the show going and not having to really rely on like movie news. Cause we do talk more, you know, than just movie news, but it's like, nothing's happening. Nothing's right. exciting. It's mostly the, toy stuff. We're, we're going to talk about the toy stuff, but it's like you and Ryan kind of just talked about the toy stuff. And so it's hard to just it's come hard. up with stuff. To, to bring up for an episode, yeah. you know, so we're like digging back into old stuff or something. That's why. Tonight, we're winging it. <laughs> hey, the good news is, is that uh, uh, for better or for worse, Bill and Ted Face the Music is going to be released in like four weeks. Mm-hmm. Limited theater release, uh, on demand. There's a new trailer. I know, Jake, you opted not to watch. Hey, let's talk about that. Okay. You're not watching the new Bill and Ted trailer. I'm scared. Yeah. Is okay. So I was. That's what I was going to ask you about. Was it a decision because it's like it's already so close? You might as well just wait it's a few so, weeks. Yeah. It's it, it it's. I feel weird about that first trailer. You know, I think that first trailer did not leave a very good taste in my mouth. But also, I'm like, well, that was it. They showed me a trailer. That's what I watched. I don't want to watch a three minute trailer now with it being so close. I'm scared that. I don't know. I just don't want to watch it, man. I'm right. I, I, I've done that in the past with other movies, like just try not to watch the trailers until when it's when it's so close to the movie. There's always spoilers in them. And right. even if someone tells me, oh, the, you know, there, there's probably not a spoiler in that trailer. I'm just it's so soon. It's at so this soon. Point, I'm yeah. just going to hold out. You know, it's funny. In retrospect, I kind of wish I didn't watch the new trailer because like I got excited because I was like, oh, cool. There's a. We're at a time and I was about to point that out how much I respect you, Jake, for not watching it because right now it's like we're all hungry for, for any, anything. anything. Craig woke me up at like 9 a.m. the morning the second trailer came up, out and he was like, Get up! 
Bill and Ted, the second trailer's on. They're I think here. you woke me up because the first trailer, when it came out, you didn't wake me up for it, and there yeah. was a fight. But I wouldn't call it a fight. I kind of regret seeing the second trailer, too. It was all right, but it didn't add anything, and I, I don't know. I liked it. Yeah. Well, we, we, we won't, all we're saying is we're not going to do coverage on the second trailer, but Bill and Ted is coming soon, and that's ultimately a good thing. I think the thing that bums me out a little bit is that when we looked at the beginning of this year with the release schedule with afterlife and bill and Ted, like I was like, you know, I, I was excited about seeing bill and Ted three after all these years. And like, it's still exciting and I'm, I'm, I'm happy it's happening. and I'm happy for the cast and I'm happy for me that I get to watch a new movie, but there is a little bit of that bittersweet thing where you don't, the buildup's not the same and it's just been a weird year. So, um, I'm happy for Kevin Smith because he seemed really excited about it. We watched that panel, and that's another thing that's kind of a bummer about like quarantine. Kevin Smith? And, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Wait, what'd you say? Kevin Smith's kind of a bummer. Kevin Smith also kind of a bummer. <laughs> no, I'm happy for him, and uh, you know, it's good for him and Harley. And, like, I, by the way, I predicted everything he said about Bill and Ted without like even knowing what his opinion was. I was like, I was like, oh, Bill. Uh, Bill you literally Ted. had it down. Kev, I was like, oh, Kevin Smith's doing the the narrating their. Uh, the not narrating, uh, modding the Bill and Ted panel at Comic Con. I was like, I guarantee at one point he's gonna be like, dude, for me, you know, Jay and Silent Bob are born out of the fucking balls and semen of Bill and Ted and whatnot. And I was like, and he literally said that exact thing. I was like, Kevin Smith, you son of a bitch are predictable. But anyways, he, well, he basically put that in like that's a, like a line of dialogue in. Uh, what is it? Chasing Amy when yeah. they're talking about Blunt Man and Chronic, you know, like a second rate Bill and Ted. <laughs> well, they yeah. say it's like it's like Bill and Ted meets Cheech and Chong. Right, right. It's some oh, a character says that yeah. at some point. Um, but anyway, so we do have Bill and Ted coming up. And, um, you know, something funny happened last week before we get into it. Jake, you call, I don't know if we talked about this on the episode last week, but Jake, a lot, notice all these stories start with Jake called me. That's how our life happens. Jake calls and we talk. He goes, it, it was really sweet, and I wanted to thank you in front of our listening audience. You checked nope. on me to see how I was doing with all the Comic-Con toy news and all the releases and all the toy stress. You right, because I'm over here like not following any of it. <laughs> Cause like part of me is like, I don't really care that like, uh, unless it's certain things, I'm, I'm just like, I don't care for all this like comic-con at home stuff i just don't care i just haven't it's different it's weird and i don't care but i know you do and i know that you were like deep diving on it and i've seen you posting about it and talking about it and i'm like craig needs a check-in <laughs> i really did no i needed Mental to check no jake's like dr manhattan he's grown weary and tired of <laughs> of the comic-con news i need, yeah i need a check-in as in i need to be checked in somewhere is what, what you're saying both that's what I meant when I said it to you, but you took it in a, like a sweet direction. So I ran with it. <laughs> you were, come on. You were being sweet. Um, I was like, you need to be checked in I, immediately. I, so what, what it was, was like, so we, since we recorded last the entire Ninja Turtles, NECA musical mutagen tour stress happened. And Jake, you did mention we, Ryan Dole and myself talked about it pretty extensively on our YouTube channel, but just to get your perspective, Jake. Yeah. Sitting there refreshing target.com. I know you were stressed. I know it was a stressful time for all of us last week. Mm. Yeah, I, I was stressed about it and I was kind of annoyed about it because the drop was right when I had um an appointment that I needed to be working on. So I, I couldn't spend too much time ref- refreshing. I, I I was like, okay, this will happen at four o'clock. It will go up, I'll buy them, and then I'll, you know, I'll get to work. And, um, you know, that didn't happen. And I, and I sat there and I refreshed for a few minutes and, and I was just like, I can't, it was already kind of late in the day and I had a pretty big tattoo to do. So I, I didn't wait very long. I waited a few minutes and I said, I I can't, whatever, I'll get them in the store. I'm like, you know, I also like realized how much they were like you, that you could, you had to get the. The accessory if, if pack. You get it online. Mm-hmm. You have to get the accessory pack, and I don't care about the accessory pack. And I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to really spend this much money right now. I'm just like, I don't. I'll, I'll get them. In, they'll be in Target. They'll be online. Like I'll yeah. get them later. Get I, was, I was just annoyed with the fact that it was like they're going up at four, and then they didn't go up at four. Right. So I just said fuck it, right. and yeah. I, I did my work. And then when I when I got done, 
I looked at my phone and saw that everybody was freaking out about it. Dude, I wish we could calculate how much of our life we spend refreshing screens, honestly, because it's like it's a legitimate. I mean, between Mondo and everything else. Right. Um, well, listen. To update everybody, I got the turtles off Target.com. I think I didn't know anybody else who got them. I lucked out. There's been plenty of times I've missed out, so I got them this time. Um, but they've been starting to hit targets uh, this week. People are starting to find them in stores. So <laughs> I knew that I know the the release schedule at our... We have a lot of targets around here. We're in Atlanta. There's like 10, 15 targets. And today on my lunch break, I, said, I had this gut feeling. And I was like, I bet this... Now, it's a target I normally don't go to. But I was like, I have a feeling... I just have a feeling. I don't know what it was. It was toy intuition. Intuition. Premonition. Whatever. I go to Target. I get there. I walk to the back where the next section is. Not only are they there, they are freshly being stocked by the NECA representative who is just trying to do her job, this poor lady. She was very nice, but like I'm patiently waiting, and right as I'm waiting, because I see they have two metalheads, they have two Casey Jones, two bags, and I was like, I gotta get these for Jake, because I don't know if Jake's gonna find them in Target, because Jake, you only have one Target in your town, and if they only get two sets, it's it might be yeah. hard for you to get them. So I was like, mm-hmm. I, I gotta take care of Jake. He called in to check on me. I gotta take care of him. <laughs> Although First now, of all, it's really sweet that you think of others when you're in that circumstance. It's very stressful. It's very stressful. So I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Another dude shows up and I'm like, fuck, this guy looks kind of cool. He's a collector. I could tell, I could just tell he wasn't like there to buy headphones or whatever. You know, collectors, we know we can sniff out our own kind. (laughs) And, uh, he looked at me and I looked at him and then he looked at metalhead and he goes, he just right off the bat goes, Hey, I'm getting that metalhead. (laughs) I was like, like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I already have that. Yeah. And I was like, are you a collector? He's like, yeah, are you? I was like, yeah. We started making small talk. I want to give him a shout out. He told me his Instagram name. I already forgot it, but it was hilarious. I remember it. What is his Instagram? Inhales Farts. Yeah, Inhales Farts is his Instagram name. Because <laughs> I couldn't forget that. And he actually has like a decent toy Instagram. So yeah, good it's good. Him. Give he him a follow. Us, yeah, he gave us a good shout out. So I gave Craig a shout out. So this is what happens. Um, he gets the metalhead, and I'm waiting for the lady. And then she goes, Hey, if you need to get some of this stuff, go for it. And I was like, cool. So I grabbed two musical mutagen sets because I'm also picked up one for Jamil Payne, who is a group therapy person. Happy birthday, Jamil. It's his birthday. And he hooked me up last week by picking up a Casey Jones, uh, two pack. So I'm returning mm-hmm. the favor to him. There's a lot of good synergy and yes, have some group therapy. Let me finish this goddamn story. What I'm saying is I get to the front, I pay, I'm about to walk out. And then I hear the dreaded sir. So my guilt. Oh, dude, I I know that feeling. I feel so guilty. I'm like, they caught me. They caught me buying toys. I don't know how they found me, but they found me. (laughs) Run for it. What's his name? Inhales farts. Inhales farts. That's what I wanted to yell like Doc Brown. Run for it. Inhales farts. (laughs) They found us. Um, (laughs) Anyways. Nothing, not, not, not too big of a deal. Uh, she yeah. was like, uh, you could still buy those, but I need to take a picture for NECA to prove that they're on the shelf. So I had to go all the way to the back of the store and re-put them on the shelf so she could take pictures. I helped her. When you explained the story to me over the phone when you left Target, I thought that she was taking a picture of you as the purchase purchaser, like holding them, no. posing. No, <laughs> she didn't care about And I was like, is Randy going to see that? <laughs> <laughs> were you whenever were you nervous that when you had to put them back on the shelf for her to take a picture, even though you had already paid for them, that somebody would walk up at that time and try to buy them? Um, no, because I was literally sta- like I d- they were in like a a hands distance, like that wasn't going to happen. Okay. <laughs> like like I watched her do, but one thing was funny. I put my bags down to so she could put them back up, and then she was taking the picture. She then she was like. She had been really nice, but then she was like, hey, will you move your bags? I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> like, it, it was so uh, crazy. So, anyways, I got them. Jake, I got you the figures. You no longer Thanks. have to lose sleep. Um, but I did want to give another shout out to Inhaled Farts. Yeah, it's Inhaled. Inhaled Farts. Past tense. He's a habitual farter. That's what he says on his bio. Yeah. He tagged us, and he says, another score. 
ran into someone from at YHS podcast as well. And I was afraid he was going to take all of them because he had that toy collector look in his eye. <laughs> so standoff. So I jumped over a sweet old lady that was lying on the floor to grab mine. True story, actually. And you know what? That kind of is what happened. There was a lady on the floor stocking the shelves and he grabbed Metalhead to make sure I couldn't get it. It was pretty amazing. So... I respect that. That was my target stress today. And then I called Jake to tell him that entire story. So this is the second time Jake and Abby have both heard it. Yeah. You framed it with, you were like, you will not believe what just happened to me. You, was- you told me, the, you, you started the story with, this is the craziest 25 yeah. minutes of my entire life. And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that's called clickbait. That's yeah. that's you were totally hiding. There wasn't even a leak. There wasn't anything. Nothing happened. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to think what would have made it even better. Like four other people showed up. And then what happened was target management decided to make us all have a Ninja Turtles trivia contest to see. who got uh, I, I thought you were you... going to say like a tournament, like a fighting tournament. <laughs> you versus inhaled farts. Wait a minute, Jake, if you were in a Ninja Turtles fighting tournament, let's say you're not fighting, but you're picking somebody who from the yep. Ninja Turtles universe are you picking to be your fighter? In a real world battle. Like out of the turtles? Just any turtles characters. I mean, I'm I mean I'm picking the turtles. <laughs> Just all four. Okay, cool. I mean they I thought you could only win. pick one fighter to represent you. I think I'd pick what? Just one. I'd pick well, if, I, if I gotta pick one, I'm picking Raphael. Yeah, okay. I figured you'd say Raphael. I'd say Casey Jones. No, he's Casey, Casey Jones. Jones is just a human He's with a stick. <laughs> but I want to hang out with him from the movie. I feel but like that's I would not pick... the point. <laughs> All right, as a fighter, I right, pick Raphael so too. But that's the same as you, Abby so that's loses. boring. Abby loses. Do you want me just to agree with you? Because we always have the same opinion. Because I really do. I would choose Raphael because he's definitely the toughest and the best. I like how nobody's picking either of the trained ninjutsu artists. Uh, Splinter. Hamato. One's an old rat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, uh, and the other is a bad guy, and I don't know if I can trust him. I uh, I was talking with who was I talking to? I don't know. I was talking. I was in some Zoom thing. I don't know. I don't know how much I can reveal. I was talking to some knowledgeable Ninja Turtles fans recently, and somebody brought up how hilarious it is at the end of Ninja Turtles when Casey Jones casually murders Shredder, or at least he thinks he does. <laughs> right. <laughs> when Shredder right. goes, to- <laughs> he's like, oops, oops. <laughs> I like, think that might be his actual line of dialogue. That, that is what he says. He goes, oops, pulls the lever. Yeah. It's hilarious. Like uh, looks around like nobody's watching. Yeah. And like but he noticed the human being is in here, right? <laughs> like, you know, at least put him on trial. At least give him a fair shot. By the way, what nope. would the trial of Shredder be? Like, what, like, sir, how do you, like, uh, the state of New York, the state and city of New York is bringing up charges against Shredder for <laughs> running a what is clearly some sort of young male human trafficking warehouse mm-hmm. and Dang cult thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. Do you need like a whole sting operation going on there? I love the idea of how, like like preying on like challenged youth in order to get them to steal VCRs for you. <laughs> like, it's just right. so insane. I thought the VCRs were for them to keep them happy. <laughs> I guess it's for everybody. My favorite. Is still, he reselling them on a secondary market? They're on eBay. You know, that's my, what I was, my favorite. My, I was it. always confused about the foot clan because I could never really tell. It's like on one hand, you're supposed to think there are all these like amazing trained ninjas, right? But then you're like, but they're just random kids off the street that they're trying to teach how to be. Nin- so are they just all really bad ninjas? I don't. It's hard to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've Especially all, in the first. It doesn't look like there's a lot of I training. I think maybe maybe it's on. different in the comics. Maybe in the comics in the cartoon, it's like they are a trained group of ninjas. But well, it's in like the, in, in the, the cartoon, the Foot Clan are like robots, yeah. basically. Right. But, but like in the yeah yeah but it's like but they know how to fight right They're like but then when you get to the movie it's like they know how to fight sometimes but, but then other times they're just homeless kids exactly cigarettes. it's like Danny for instance like the kid by the way when I was a kid I thought Danny was thirty five years old he's clearly fourteen and it's like yeah he stole twenty dollars out of April's purse and he kind of gives his dad attitude and they're like maybe he could be a ninja. 
<laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Anybody who wants to run away can be a ninja. And then that takes me to my point. Of course I would join the Foot Clan. How amazing. Yeah, that yeah that requirement. That, that just snapped in my head when I said that. I was like, <laughs> Doesn't oh. Doesn't get along with your parents. I guess I would be in, a, in the Foot Clan. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, so yeah. Very excited to get those Ninja Turtles. Glad that I... Um, that's my stress for this week. Now, they announced the Toka and Razar are going to be a stress-free purchase, and I'm really happy about that. They, they announced, NECA announced that it's going to be a pre-order on the site. Anybody who wants it can get it. Goes on sale this Friday. I personally think that this is a really great step in the right direction. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to be the kind of person who's like everybody who has been complaining about NECA should really like Randy had an interview with pixel Dan the other day. And the one thing Randy said is like, this is a proving ground. If we can prove that the market is there to sell a ton of these things, then we can do bigger items. Then we can do more dioramas and more vehicles. Like, so it's, it's kind of like put your money where your mouth is. Like, I, I feel like, um, anybody who's been on Twitter this week freaking out about NECA and saying that the toy industry is ruined, mm. I challenge you. I say, oh, or is it that you just don't have $70 and you just want to complain? Like, <laughs> let, let's see what happens mm-hmm. this Friday. Uh, Jake, what would you think about that news? Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Um, I'm no, I'm, I'm very glad because I don't want to sit around and press refresh and refresh and there, you know, NECA's put out, putting out a lot of turtle stuff and a good bit of it. I've been sort of passing on and not because I don't like it. It's just, there's too much of it. We, we, I've talked about this before. I got, you know, I got the big, uh, I can't, I I always can't remember what size are they? 16 turtles. They're like eight. They're one fourth scale. They're the big. Yeah. I, I got those and I really love those. And at first I was like, I'm content with just those guys, but I really want Toka and Razar like a, a, like those in, in the, in the coming out of their show or, you know, the mutagen tour turtles, like right. those, those two things. I'm like, these, I will, I will get, I, I, I will pass on all of the like, uh, video game stuff and, right. and most of the animated stuff. I'm okay. You know, not like driving myself crazy over going after, but the Toka and Razar, like any, like whenever the super shredder comes out, like that kind of stuff, I will buy that. And I am so happy that I'm not going to have to like be searching for it or scrambling for it or Mm -hmm. sitting, you know, on my iPad at an exact time to try to get it. Like that's a step in the right direction. I think I love it. I think it's great. Yeah. You're valuing your time. You don't want to spend it stressed out, refreshing. (laughs) It makes sense. Hey, by the way, um, one thing I forgot to mention last week, the animated one fourth figures are amazing looking. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to have to get those because I, yeah. I, I don't Jake, you've got a bunch of the old jumbo turtles. Like I don't have I any got, of those. I, I got a couple of them. I, I found it's weird. I own like three of them, but the three that I own aren't from the same series. Like I have one from Ninja Turtles three and it's still in the packaging. And then I have one that is like the movie turtles which was when part two came out and then i have one that is like from just the original you know uh giant turtles so it's like i have three of them but they're not three in the same series yeah yeah they're great i can't wait i'm gonna i never i didn't get the one fourth turtles the big ones but obviously they look amazing and all all the stuff neck is doing is is uh is really great so um yeah i hope uh, good luck to everybody who's out there looking for it and uh, yeah. and our condolences to you know Randy everyone at NECA who's had to deal with that headache. But it's like you make great products, so I guess that's just one of the inevitable <laughs> things. Everybody's talking about the stuff like people like are dying. It's so serious, I uh, know. I'm I mean, it's send a headache to have to, to Randy. It's a headache to have to deal with like really nasty people. It's just think if he would have made those Independence Day figures we asked him about, then <laughs> they'd be available, dude. Because we'd be Twister figures. <laughs> everyone would have been happy. Hey, I want to give a, a quick shout out. Um, this was really cool. There is a podcast, a toy podcast out of Australia called Toy Power. And it was brought to my attention recently. Um, one of their uh, members of that, it's like a four person team podcast. And uh, they they talk about toys and action figures and all, all the stuff that we talk about. And they're based in Australia. And Ben uh, is a recent member of Yes Have Some Group Therapy, and he reached out to us on Facebook. I guess he found Yes Have Some recently, and he reached out and said, hey, I gave you guys a shout-out on our podcast, and we all went and listened to it. And it was really 
just a very nice and genuine, uh, just nice. The people, people from Australia were saying nice things about us. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed that. I really appreciated it. <laughs> yeah. I think Jake's response was, yeah, why can't people write that uh, in our reviews? Like an iTunes review. <laughs> iTunes. God damn it. <laughs> why do they all have to be joking? Uh, but no, yeah, it was a super honest, like you could tell they listen and it was super nice to listen to somebody's uh, feedback. They seem like really nice guys, a really professional podcast. And it. they said that I like random crap, which makes me. You do. I do. Like that is what I collect, mm-hmm. which makes me happy and made me laugh. So, uh, Jake, did you listen to that? I did. Yeah. I thought it was really nice and it was really sweet to hear that. And it was like, um, it also always kind of shocks me that people listen to the show. And I know that I've said this over (laughs) and over anytime anybody says anything, it's still, it's still my natural reaction to be like, Oh, I guess people listen to what we say. I guess other than our close friends, yeah, it just doesn't feel. It just like when we're recording this to me, it doesn't feel like we're recording something to go out, and it just. uh, uh, it's nice. It's really nice to hear that people are listening and that and that people like it. Yeah, so. it was good. So thank you so much for that. And I checked yeah, out their show. Cool. I listened. They did a whole episode a couple weeks ago talking about, I guess, in the comics industry, there's this whole kerfuffle because DC is no longer being distributed by Diamond, which is the biggest distributor of comics. And it's it's putting a strain on uh, the comic industry and the availability of comics. And it was a very oh, good course. discussion. Very mm-hmm. interesting. So thank you so much to those guys. And yes, there's nothing funnier than like when we're at a toy show or a convention where somebody recognizes us it has happened before and they come up to jake or and he abby gets defensive Jake's like, what are you why, why are they talking i'm like who the you. fuck is this who the who are fuck you? Is this? you making fun of me what is happening <laughs> who told you to- that's where my mind goes i'm who like put you up to this fucking with us <laughs> oh yeah it's like uh if you want that's a recipe to see like social anxiety coming over abby defensiveness coming over for over jake yeah. and me <laughs> me i'm the exact opposite i'm like fine i'll sign your stuff but please move uh, along. No, Craig will talk to you for an hour. I he will. will talk to you till you're sick of, till you're trying to get out of the conversation yes, with him. I've, that's how. Ha- and Jake and I have already left <laughs> to get something to eat. That's happened so many times where I'm like, oh, you're going to regret talking to me, buddy. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't, Craig doesn't know when to stop. Like he doesn't know when the natural social, cool. Could you enjoy it? You like getting to know people. I, I'm, surprised our podcast episodes aren't five hours because even at the end of a podcast i'm like should we keep going should we keep going come on come on come on come on it's gotta be something more to talk about um yes so thank you to those guys check out their podcast uh toy power very very cool stuff um well cool i don't have any other housekeeping stuff uh abby yeah how's your potluck Potluck is going so well. We've totally discussed all my opening warm-up questions, and I'm really excited to do this potluck. Hey, we're almost a half hour into this thing, and we haven't even plugged anything. No, this I was just, actually, I was going to give a very Craig's natural. Craig's already looking at the, Craig's art. That's how well cool. this uh, like, episode is going. That Craig's up, like, dude. all right, half an hour. That means, you know, it's, a couple more minutes. We can end this thing. so good that I'm checking the time. Um, oh, my God. Constantly. I was going to give a natural organic shout out to group therapy. We have 802 members. I just looked and that's awesome. Uh, I didn't know that, that we had crossed over 800. So congratulations to us. And if you're not a member, then please join. Just log into Facebook and search for Yes, Have Some Podcast Group Therapy. You'll find our closed group. Ask to join. Either myself, Craig, or Jake will accept you quickly. And then you'll be part of our really awesome, uh, tight-knit group of cool people that don't post memes. And that's about it. The new, I don't know if we so talked natural. That was so natural. Thank you. That don't post me. I know. As soon as I did those. Hey, much. listen. This Hand thing, me my check. This thing keeps happening in group therapy. I know it's driving Ryan crazy. People are 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 kind of testing the meme limits, and I think I talked about this before. But they're meme do- limits. That's so. <laughs> They're doing this thing. I see it like three times a week where someone goes, I know we're not supposed to post memes, but and then it's just it's just a meme. They're like, this is gold. It's just a meme. It's yeah. just a meme. And then Ryan will like react and be like, it's fucking coming down. I don't care. <laughs> we need to add like a level of punishment for posting them. Do you know this has happened to me and Jake like six times where somebody will have a meme removed? And then we they meme shame people. And then they reach out to us and they're, they're no, they'll ask. Yeah, I've been uh, asked. Or like what they did wrong or whatever. And I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking. I'm like, I didn't take it down. <laughs> we don't care. We just wanted to give Ryan some work. We're trying to get him an American citizenship. <laughs> oh my God. He applies for dual citizenship so he can come to America. Yeah. What is your American job? Meme. Meme, uh, meme moderator. 
meme, meme police. <laughs> um, all right, cool. So, uh, meme bounty, right? That's yes, that's yes, that's good. Um, he's like Boba Fett, but he hunts down memes. We should get him to come do that professionally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. So Abby had posed a couple questions to us, and they were actually pretty interesting. And since there is a whole, listen, by the way, there are, there is movie news happening, but I don't know how long we can break down the fact that Tenet has changed its release date forty five times. Will like, you please tell <laughs> what the thing that you keep saying about Tenet and how it's going to show up? Yeah, it's going to be like that fucking U uh, two album. It's just going to end up on our phones, even if we don't ask for it <laughs> one day, where no one's going to know how to get it off their phone. Um, Tenet. Tenet is tentatively delayed. It's going to be showing inside of your head in 2026. Christopher Nolan has entered the consciousness of American souls. Hey, listen. Abby it's a tentative tentpole. Tentative. Tentative. Tentacle. Tenet is tentative. I like that. It kind of sounds like I'm taking a hearing test. I'm just having fun. It's like one of those I love things that, it's like in drama when you have to do like a voice exercise yeah. to get your tenant. It, the tenant is tentative. <laughs> Christopher Nolan's pea coat. I don't know. What? He just always wears like Hot a long tamales. Okay. I'm sure I, I didn't take it. Christopher <laughs> Nolan is the only director that looks even more pretentious than Paul Feig when directing. Oh, right. Cause Paul Feig yeah. wears like a three piece suit. It's gotta be hot, but like Christopher Nolan, like, I don't know. It's like a whole, like a whole thing. I don't get it. There's scarves. I don't know. I don't get it. I'm more of a shorts and t-shirt kind of guys. Abby, yeah. I want to talk about these side dishes. Tell me what this is about. I'm just uh, going to go through your list now. Okay. Uh, what about the side? I was talking about, um, yeah, what we're bringing to the table. And I was going to talk about the movies that I've watched recently over oh. quarantine. And I thought you were actually asking what our favorite side dishes were. Well, let's do that. that you want to do the warm up? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just reading your list. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, we're gonna. We're really, I, did, I thought you were gonna do it. I'm excited now. All right, guys. Uh, here's the first question: What's your favorite go-to side dish? Just in general? Yeah. All right, Jake, you start. I don't know. Uh, macaroni and cheese. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good. Good All one. Right, good. This is great. I said pasta salad. Ew. I love pasta salad. That's for like other people. Oh, that's for me. <laughs> Mac and cheese is the only answer. Okay, what's your favorite side dish, Craig? Bread. That's my, yeah. That's, that's like my app- Oh, you guys. Here's the next question. Have you ever been to a potluck? Yes. Like a vegan potluck? I've never, I've literally never been to a potluck. I was wondering because I've been to church potlucks before and yeah. then I've been to a vegan potluck before. I don't know what it is I am regretting word. doing yeah. this. Yeah, great segment. Let's move on to the movie <laughs> section. Yeah, I was literally just, it was, it was just a warm up thing, but, um, but we actually we warmed up talking about the content we normally would talk about. We did about. normal content. Okay. Um, so well, wait, let me just ask this. Is the side dish conversation over? Yeah, it's okay, over. It's Thank done. God. Thank God. Uh, well, I was talking about and thinking about reflecting over quarantine movies and the movies that I've watched for the first time um, over quarantine. I made a post last night in group therapy to um, ask and poll people what movie we should watch um, that night. And uh, the the first place winner was Slither, and um, I think I'm going to actually go through and watch, you and I, Craig, are going to watch the other four that I put out, which are Parasite and The Lighthouse and Ex Machina and Lady Bird, because I've never seen those. Okay. Um, and I feel like it's kind of the end of quarantine for me here. I'm going back to work like at the end of this week, so there's this kind of, I'm reflecting on the last couple of weeks and uh, the last couple of months, and um, I've watched a lot of movies for the first time, a lot of good movies, and... I wrote them all out on a list, and I felt like ranking them. So okay. um, now you didn't you didn't rank all the new like like you didn't put Palm Springs on here. Fuck, I forgot that. But that that kind of doesn't count because it's just a new movie, so I won't even worry about that. But I know we all watched it. That's my number one favorite new movie. This is my <laughs> ranking of movies that I've seen for the first time. Okay, you have to go in reverse order though. Okay, and I did this by looking at my Instagram stories and like I looked through like. Because I like to take the first, like the image, um, like do a boomerang. Here's of, the thing: like, the this is going to get us. This is going to get us credits. where we need to be. Don't do the whole for each movie. Let's do a little bit of con- like we, let's talk about. You know, Jake can give his opinion on the movie, and I can talk about like what I thought. Yeah. That way, we're not just reading a list, and at the end, we're back to side dishes. <laughs> Thank you. 
I'm moderating. Okay, keep going. Cool. Um, this is actually the first movie that I watched at the beginning of quarantine, and it's at the bottom of my list. Number 10 is Knives Out. Okay. Yeah. I really enjoyed Knives Out. I, uh, I, I like a good murder mystery. It was different than I was expecting. Uh, by the way, we're about to spoil a bunch of movies, so if you haven't seen them, I don't know what to tell you. Um, Jake, did you see Knives Out in theaters? I saw it in theaters, yeah, and uh, I I liked it fine, but I think I had some uh, I had some like pent up issues Aggression with, towards Ryan Johnson. Yeah, yeah, with Ryan Johnson. Yeah, it, I, what- I I honestly think it it messed with my viewing experience because I was just I'm just so annoyed by him. Yeah, there's a little bit of that. Um, obviously, I think the Last Jedi and and Star Wars in general just kind of a weird a weird couple of years. Uh, Abby, what a what was your opinion of Knives Out? I mean, it's it's not a movie that I've thought of since watching it. Since making your list? Yeah, since it was on my list to watch. And it was a similar reason to you, Jake. I just I was I had a bad taste in my mouth from um Last Jedi. And yeah, it just affected my viewing experience. And it's it was just not my favorite of movies that I have taken in over the last five months. Did you know Daniel Craig's character from that movie is getting like his own spin-off series? They're like making a whole series about it. Mm. Like detective stuff and and figure like that's you just don't care about detectives. Yeah, it's just not really my thing. All right. Never really liked Sherlock Holmes or any of that shit. Um, all right, number nine is part of the. Uh, I've been watching the X Men movies over the last couple of weeks, and I put X Men Three: The Last Stand at number nine because it's just uh, it's not as good as the other X Men movies I watched, and uh, but it was kind of somewhat enjoyable to kind of laugh at. A little bit. Juggernaut, bitch. Yeah. Is that in that? Yes. Yeah. It had some cringy moments for sure. So I don't know how you feel about that movie, Jake. I'm assuming it's, I don't know. Why don't you tell me? <laughs> uh, you know, it's maybe uh, probably the bottom. How many, how many X-Men movies are there at this point? There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like eight or nine. Mm-hmm. And I'd probably put it in the bottom two, two or three. Yeah. I think it's, be awful it's uh, it's got beast the 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 beast in x x3 is better than than the beast in the like uh the younger yeah i agree films yeah yeah because he's like Um, less cat-like or whatever well i mean he's he's like beast is in the cartoon and the earlier comics so speaking of which i kind of want to watch i like kelsey grammar is beast a lot but besides that the movie's pretty awful yeah hey do they ever so what Professor X dies in that movie, but do they ever explain? No, they don't. He just comes back. He just comes yeah. back. I was wondering. He, he yeah. he's just back. He's just so like there's a there's an end credit scene where they imply that he's put his conscience into another body. Okay. Oh. Uh, and they 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 like they mention it once in the middle of the movie, and then after the credits, um, he's he he talks to Myra she's in the hospital and she's like Charles and that's it. And it's like, he he's put his, and, and that was what they were going to do, but then they didn't make any more of those movies. And then they started with first class and then days of future past was the next movie with Chris, with uh, Patrick Stewart in it. And they, he's just back. All right. There you go. Mm. And his wheelchair floats. All right. And nobody cares. Like at that point, it's like nobody cares. Right. Like, X-Men yeah. three sucks so bad. Who cares? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's yeah. just cool to see. Like, obviously like, I can't really remember a time where uh, he wasn't Professor X. Like, I even feel like in 1994, if someone was like, if they made an X Men movie, Patrick Stewart's going to play Professor X. Like, everyone's like, yeah, of course. Like, yeah, already no- did. <laughs> back when they did, uh, back when Wizard Magazine was a thing, each issue would have, um, it would have like, if they made a movie, and they okay, would, they, right, right. Like, they would do like fan casts, and there was an X Men issue, and Patrick Stewart was, they that was. That was the one they got right. I love it. That's All right. cool. This is very, very cool. By the way, I don't like that movie. Just wanna <laughs> I fell asleep when I saw that movie in theaters. Yeah. And I, I liked the first two. So All yeah, right. it's, it's pretty weak. Um after that at number eight, I have another X Men movie, X two, which Ooh. Yeah, it's I liked it. Um not as much as, as X Men, which I actually have at number seven, so we can kind of talk about those in tandem. But okay. um yeah, X the X Men the original movie and uh, X Men Two. It's like having Patrick Stewart in it. It's there's enough like motivation right there. It kind of makes it really quality to watch. And Ian McKellen's great. Yeah, Ian McKellen too. You got it's weird. Your perspective's so interesting because like Jake, for us when we first saw those movies, like 
they were groundbreaking. Like we had never seen superhero movies like mm-hmm. that before. So now that it's 2020 and you've just lived through 12 years of the MCU, maybe it dampens like the impact, but I, I still really like the first two X-Men movies. Yeah. They, they, they both have good and bad. Like there's some things they get really, really right. But then there's some stuff that's just like far out of left field and, and, uh, is like confusing why they did it. And I, and I think <laughs> X2 is probably the best of the three of those originals, mm-hmm. but it's still like, I don't know. It's still like, I don't care for all the striker stuff and I still don't think it's great. That's kind of a weak villain in my opinion for like the main villain of the movie. I don't know. Maybe X-Men fans will disagree with me and be like, you asshole. But, uh, Jake, uh, tangent, who's your favorite X-Men character? Uh, man, it's weird. Like when, when I, it, when it was, uh, when, before the movies existed, it was always like Wolverine because he's just like, you know, he's, he's the like main crazy, scary dude, but he's kind of, you know, they toned him down a little bit for the movies. And as far as the movies go, I'd, I'd probably say professor Xavier. Mm -hmm. I always liked, Mm -hmm. uh, in the cartoons, I always liked beast and nightcrawler. And I always and I think Rogue is a really under like the Rogue is a great character in the comics and in the and in the cartoon. And they her character in the movies is it's 100 percent in the opposite direction of what she is like. And that that's one of the things I hope if they, um, you know, when they bring them the MCU mutants in is is maybe we get like a, a traditional Rogue. But I've always liked the the ones I've always liked the X-Men that are like creatures you know what i mean like mm-hmm. beast and nightcrawler and wolverine they're all like they're basically all like werewolves kind of you know <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah exactly yeah. like they're all these weird creatures like those those have always been my favorite dude That's i funny. remember like even when i saw the first x-men like what's that actor who plays uh cyclops james marston is that his name yeah i just yeah. remember being like dude he sucks yeah <laughs> like, and i wasn't like a big I would say he's the weakest link like I'm Cyclops has always, I've always been annoyed with he's Cyclops. He's like Leonardo. He's written, he's written to be that way. Yeah. 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 Just like kind of straight the straight lace. Dude, I like how Wolverine's always macking on a Jean Grey. I love that. I was going to say, for me, my favorite, my two favorite characters from the movies thus far would be Mystique and Jean Grey. And I know that you talk shit about Jean Grey for being stiff or whatever, but well, I get, I get weird, like Beverly Crusher tall. vibes. She's I like, tall. I like that. Stresses me out. She's very tall. I like her. Okay. I, li- I don't even mind the acting. So yeah. And, but Mystique for obvious reasons. Um, I like Jennifer Lawrence's portrayal a lot more. I think she puts a lot more life and energy into it, but that's a cool character to be able to like transform and kind of be going back and forth um, from like one side to the other. Like she's cool. She's kind of like a mercenary kind of doing her own fucking thing. You know, what's funny when I think about those movies too, is like, you know, I'm not a huge comics fan. I'm definitely not a big X-Men fan, but like the whole, you know, Jean Grey dying and then like, what is it? The Phoenix rising, that whole plot line, Jake. Yeah. It's just not executed very well in the movies. Like that's a major plot line. When she becomes the water. (laughs) It's not executed in the movies at all. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, that whole, the whole Phoenix saga is literally that it's like a saga. It lasted a long time and it happened like while they're, you know, in, in the, in the movie, she just like all of a sudden has this power, you know, like I, I can't remember, like she just does something big and all of a sudden is like a, the Phoenix and, and <laughs> got a new wig. It, and that's how, you know, um, you know, that, that happened, that happens in space in the comics. And there's just like a big, there's like an alien race that's like following the Phoenix and it's a whole, it's a whole thing. thing. It's like a what? very, very big, long drawn out. That's something like, a Phoenix saga, if they wanted to do that, that's something you have to do in the span. Like that's like, that, that's, that's almost like a Thanos level. Yeah. You build that up. You can't just do that in a movie. Build that <laughs> shit. I'm curious to know what you like about rogue more in the comic book verse, uh, versus the movie version. Um, rogue in the comics is, first of all, she's not just like some little whiny kid who doesn't want to be a mutant and doesn't do anything. Um, she, uh, I think we've talked about it before. Rogue starts off as a villain in the X-Men universe and she's like a thief and she goes around and she steals powers and, and she's a bad guy. She's, she's on Magneto's side for a while. uh, Yeah. I like that. She gets into a, she gets into a pretty heavy fight with Captain Marvel. 
And and you know, Rogue's powers is that oh. if she touches you, you steal she'll steal your powers, right? Right. right. Yeah. So in the comics, she she holds on to Captain Marvel too long. And she holds on to Captain Marvel so long that she permanently takes all of her powers, puts her in a coma, Whoa. like she's out. And she then, you know, has all of Captain Marvel's powers and she can fly and she can literally, she's literally Captain Marvel plus her mutant powers. And she, because she steals so much from Captain Marvel, she also gains like the good part of Carol. Okay. And she becomes a good guy and she joins the X-Men and what she's like, to Carol, she's like a badass. Do I have to you read know? this? What? I said, what happens to Carol Danvers? Like, uh, she lives her life in a coma. <laughs> okay. That sucks. I, hey, I, I, I think there's probably, you know, I, I, I'm not like super versed on all the Captain Marvel stuff. And, yeah. and there's probably a point where she comes out of it or she gets powers back. I, it probably depends on what universe you're reading and all that. But yeah. she, she gets put permanently in a coma from this. Did you guys hear about uh, Brie Larson? Yeah, we did. Good <laughs> for her. Inside joke. Oh. That's that's for four people. That's for four people, and you know who you are. Um, mm-hmm. All right, cool. Uh, good discussion. What's next? Oh, let me look at my list. Actually, right, cool. um, I kept this on my phone instead of my notebook today. Um, all right, so I've already got. Uh, we're down to number six, and number six is still an X Men movie. So uh, Days of Future Past. Oh, cool. It's a, that's the best one that I've seen so far. I'd say it's the highest quality. Um, yeah, it has. It just has much cooler visuals better acting um just i mean you could tell like brian singer directed that movie as well and we won't go into the brian singer saga we don't have to go we don't have to do any of that but um you could tell a 2014 movie versus like a 2001 movie it's like just you can tell a movie after game of thrones is popular (laughs) kind of exactly yeah what like there's new influences that make it make things seem more modern and fresh and i think that that one kind of you got a little taste of it. Besides Logan, I think that's Hugh Jackman's best portrayal of Wolverine in that movie. And like the 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 time travel, the mm-hmm. time travel element's really cool. And I know Jake, we've talked about that movie a good amount. Yeah, right? I, I mean, there's not a whole yeah, like just like everything you just said, it, it is the best of those. It's probably the best X Men movie. Yeah, it mm-hmm. probably is. You know, and, and it still isn't completely accurate, but it's got a lot of great stuff in it. I like Ian McKellen's High and Tight. Yeah. He's just cool, man. Yeah, it's what a cool, cool like he, dude, I've said this a, a lot. Like if you go back, if you think about early comic book movies and how bad a lot of them are, the fact that we got Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen as Magneto and yeah. Professor X, like those that's, are like gemstones, like right there. It makes everything worth it. I think those movies do have some like, you know, crap and shit caked around them, but like that's their acting and right. seeing them on screen together is worth it. Right. Uh, cool. Uh, yeah, we don't have to spend a lot. Cool, we'll, yeah, moving on. From we should maybe uh, at some point do more of a, a thorough like retrospective. Yeah, like maybe when I watch the rest of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would, that would make sense. Uh, all right, number five. Uh, this I watched also at the beginning of quarantine um, is Demolition Man. Cool. Which, yeah, I couldn't believe I hadn't seen that movie and Sandra Bullock mm-hmm. and yeah, Sylvester Stallone. You got a lot of swearing and I love their vision of the future. It was definitely it's all restaurants are Taco Bell. Yeah, it's it's a great movie. We don't have to talk forever about it, but I assume, Jake, you're probably a fan. I've only seen it once and it was maybe within the last year. OK, um, so it was like a and, new thing for you. And, and yeah, I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was I thought it was very fun. Yeah, it's uh, it's good. Like, you know, it's it's actually not great, but it's great. <laughs> uh, I think it's better than like right. Judge Dredd, but it kind of. You know, it's early Sandra Bullock. You could tell the time frame because they were like, guys, we need comedic relief. How about Rob Schneider? Oh. Like, you know, they put him in there. Who's also in Judge Dredd. Uh, <laughs> how funny is that? Fuck. He's just sitting around. He's like, what was his old thing on SNL? He's like, Judge Dredd-a-rama. The Dread Man. It's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Uh, yeah, Demolition Man's cool. Loved that movie as a kid. I thought Wesley Snipes was awesome as uh, Simon. Mm-hmm. And uh, the entire plot line is ridiculous. And we, we might have talked about this when you watched Demolition Man, but I'll talk about it again. There's this really funny line at the end where Wesley Snipes is trying to thaw all the bad guys that have ever been frozen to, to kind of build, okay, yeah. to build an army. And he's like, get me Jeffrey Dahmer. I love that guy. I'm like, hold on. You're <laughs> telling me that in a futuristic, like urban warfare that Jeffrey Dahmer would be any kind of help at all like no. he was a weak weirdo that's yeah. not the player that you choose yeah okay 
But I'm just like, unless I'm just saying. By the way, by the way, Jeffrey Dahmer (laughs) killed like 40 people and he ate them. Yeah, but it was over slow, like long periods of time. (laughs) And I just went. He was a weak weirdo. That's my that's my review. Oh God, damn it. You're going to get a ticket. What a weak weirdo. Oh, cool. Yeah, anybody could put formaldehyde on a cloth and attack somebody in a back alley, but it's not going to help you when you got a bazooka in your face. Am I right? All right, what's next? Uh, <laughs> I also want to say I want all of Sandra Bullock's like uh, 90s collectible stuff from that movie because it's fun. What's the whole thing like? Sylvester Sloan wants to have like real sex and they, she oh wants my to have like God, I forgot about digital the, sex. Yeah, she uses like a head thing. It's like, like cone heads. Yeah, it is like cone heads actually. All right, so after Demolition Man. My microphone Man, just fell. You're good. Hey, that's like that's weird so role reversal. All right, number four. <laughs> what did you do to your cone? <laughs> number four, I have uh, Masters of the Universe. Obviously, Craig, you've been collecting and yeah. getting into Masters of the Universe. Sure we have. watch a lot of the cartoon, and then we watch the live-action movie. And watching the live-action movie made me want to read about the like behind-the-scenes production story of that movie because... It was like insane. Everything was like falling apart and the budget was being cut and like the lights were out on a lot of the shots and um, like for the final act. Uh, but like the big battle between Skeletor and He-Man was like supposed to be a lot different than it ended up being. And Courtney Cox is in it and uh, Gwildor is like a very fun character that kind of reminds me of the Leprechaun. And it's kind of gross and like d- meanders, but it's it's fun. And I, I had a really fun time watching it. And I think it's just it's high up there. Cool. For me. Uh, it's awful. It's, it's, it's like terrible. It's a like, very like, bad movie. It. It's fucking awful. Uh, but I liked it. No. All right. What's next? Uh, number three, uh, Lost Boys. Oh, cool. Yeah, I couldn't believe I'd never seen that one. Uh, my brother loves that movie, and I've heard a lot of good things about it. The soundtrack is awesome. I ordered the uh, a CD, actually, with a soundtrack during one of our eBay hangs recently to celebrate that movie. And, yeah, it's vampires, and it's Craig's, like, girl crush. and uh, Who's my girl crush? Uh, what's her name from Twister? The girl. The girl from Twister. Oh, what's her name? Uh, Ger... Uh, yeah, whatever her name is. I can't think of her name. She's great. Jamie Gertz. Jamie Gertz. She's great. Yeah, she's um, great. She really is great. Yeah. It's Melissa. Melissa. It's Dr. Melissa, Melissa Reeves. It's fucking Dr. Melissa. <laughs> I thought there was a Melinda in there. Oh my God, that's the best movie we've ever had. I'm so glad we did that. Um, okay. Wait, hold on, hold what? on. You want to keep talking? I want to okay. ask Jake what he thinks about vampires. Yeah, let's ask him. Uh, I mean, I think uh, I think Lost Boys is probably one of the top three best vampire movies ever made. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking awesome. It's great. Yeah, it's we, surprisingly like violent and cool. It's just very, it's just very good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's very well made. It's got some really cool, fun stuff in it. By the way, Alex Winter is really cool looking in that movie, but I don't think he has one line. But he's always cool looking. He dies pretty quickly. I yeah. think he's yeah. like one of the first. I, isn't he the one they stake? I think so. When, yeah, the kids just literally climb up to him and just stick yeah. him in the yeah <laughs> first one to die. Uh, the opening of that movie is really awesome too. Like the the shots of like the shore and stuff during like the the lighting's like perfect and you see the um, yeah like the roller coaster. Oh my god, it's fucking beautiful. Yeah, it's really cool. I really uh, like. Speaking it. of vampires, we were at the grocery store and guys, it's 2020. <laughs> There's like a Time Life special edition magazine. It, it was uh. Uh, Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson on the cover, and it said, "Yeah, because Time Life also is like, what do we write about? <laughs> exactly, John Bonet. I was like, I was like, oh, cool. The, look, everything from Twilight finally revealed. I'm like, talk about not timely Twilight. at all. Yeah. Um, Jesus, Corey Feldman, and uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, that movie's there's a great that's a great cast. Great in that cast, movie. great cast. Uh, I was yeah. looking for you know they're the Frog Brothers and uh, Justin West uh, and his brother. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Frog Brothers podcast. They have a podcast, so oh, that's it's cool. another. Uh, uh, I didn't. <laughs> this is how dumb I was. I didn't put two and two together. That's that's I I, I kind of made up a thing <laughs> in my head. I was Justin like Justin West's last name was Frog. I just thought it was like oh I bet growing up they were like the Frog Brothers they're always catching frogs and stuff or like he like he, Justin West really it's a podcast about frogs or like Kidman Stones and catching like frogs Toad the little Toad kid from Little Rascals or something who's like okay I, I don't know anyways what I'm saying is check out that podcast as well cool because uh, uh, <laughs> those guys are are big supporters and are good friends for yes, sure yep, yep good guys totally and they are big fans of frogs um all right so <laughs> number two. 
I, number two and number one, I had trouble going back and forth because my number two movie I only saw for the first time last night. And if you were listening to this episode, you will know because I already said the winner of my uh, poll last night was Slither, which I watched for the very first time last well, night. We've talked about your number one a lot, so go ahead and reveal your number one sure. so we can get that. And then I want to talk out of the about the yeah. yeah, number one, it's Willow. I've, I'm Willow. I watched it like twice in the first 24 hours within the first time I saw it. Like it was just yeah it's very special i've got like a major crush on val kilmer already and i've talked about why i love that movie um yeah it's got warwick davis and yes it's just all sorts of of good feelings i'm very surprised i never saw it before so that's my number one i've it's already like, collected a, like it's everything like if how clay was a movie yeah <laughs> it would just be willow and the fact that how clay has that kale costume general kale's awesome cool so yeah willow we don't have to discuss but yeah slither i would like to say just a first of all thank you group therapy members for voting for that i'm really glad that you did i don't know how happy craig is that we watched it last night there were like a few moments where he might have left the room but i personally loved it and i woke up this morning thinking about it and have thought about it several times today and i've in like a just a big James Gunn mood. Um, I've always, I obviously loved Guardians of the Galaxy, volume one and volume two, but it, for when volume one first came out, I was like, oh, I got to watch Slither. Um, so it's only taken me like six years to, to do <laughs> this. But, well, for one thing, can I just say that movie is gross as absolute fuck. Like it's gross, 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 gross. But I realized I don't mind gross. I can actually watch like gross pus shit like nasty shit on screen as long as it's positive and fun and, it, and as long as there's like jokes and it's like in a fun environment yeah. it, it, it is super gross but it's also very very funny exactly dude i i 100 percent. I, I know this is a hot take but slither is is uh, james gunn's best movie Ooh. yeah now i'm regretting not putting it at number one it's it's so good and so <laughs> i don't well think made. the listeners are worried about your list right now yeah i don't think like, any or, what about my side you guys want to talk about side dishes um <laughs> macaroni i really liked slither it, it was fun um elizabeth banks is like just i always forget how much i like elizabeth banks yeah. she really is good and michael rooker's just awesome um but i will say this i got very nauseous multiple times that movie is disgusting when they walk into that barn and the girls just completely like okay yeah the possums. i don't even know how to just dis- she's bloated <laughs> she's like a little bloated uh I literally, I was like, fuck, I can't look. Like, I was so upset. <laughs> Craig was looking at his phone. I kept turning around and checking on you. Um, I can't, I don't mind gore and I don't mind like uh, psychological thrillers or like scary stuff. Like, but when it gets to this level of like, real, like you could tell they went over the top. Like, what is some of the grossest stuff we could do? Like, I don't know, Jake. You're you're more of a, a horror uh, fanatic. Uh, anything mean, getting in your it, mouth is bad. It's it's gross, but I, I, I I've seen much grosser movies. Um, it's gross, but it's all it's all you know. There are a couple other movies that this movie draws specifically from. There's a movie called Night of the Creeps. There's uh, an old movie called Shivers that has like scenes basically lifted out of it. Mm. And, and paid homage to in this movie with the with the little worms, you know, trying to get right. into, you know, the, the bathtub worm scene that Fuck. that's in that that is uh, there's a movie called Shivers that I watched recently. And it's like that is in the I'm like, oh, that's 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 where Slither got that from. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's gross, man. But like if you watch horror movies, if horror movies is your thing, you you, you tend to find some really gross movies out there. I think it's. It was gross. It's definitely gross for like a mainstream movie. Like that was in theaters. I went and saw that at the theater. You know, it's like there's actors in that that you recognize and know from other movies. And it is a little out of the box to be like just being like, yeah, we're going to go see this movie called Slither and see like, oh, OK, this is not like that's not like a straight to shutter movie, you know, where it's like, <laughs> yeah, OK, to just be disgusting. Yeah. It's like, right. There was money. Pam from the office is in this movie. Right. And yeah. it's like. Yeah, cast yeah. is awesome. What kind of thing wants you to eat it? <laughs> uh, and Michael Rooker just going meat. It's really funny to me. <laughs> Michael meat. Rooker's great in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jake Nathan Fillion's in this movie, and he's great. And you kind of brought up a. a we'll we'll kind of wrap it up on this topic. Abby, great list, great movies. Thank by the you. Way. Um, I'm glad I brought a side dish. 
I really like Nathan Fillion. And like Jake brought up this topic to us last night, or it was in a text. At some point you mentioned this, that you thought that, well, I'll, I'll let you take your hot take because it was really good. But it was that notion that like kind of outside of like nerd culture, like Firefly, that like if you, or people yeah. who go to Dragon Con, like he. A lot he, of people don't know who Nathan A lot of Fillion. people don't know who he's, he is. Yeah. He's got a he national heartthrob. He's a very obscure. Yeah, he was in uh, Firefly, which, you know, was like a, a very short lived series. And he was in that show Castle, but that also was pretty short lived. And I, I'm not sure how well that did. He's been in a couple movies, but they're always kind of like, I, you know, smaller roles. Um, but I think he's very, very funny. He's very he my hot take was basically that he should have been Peter Quill. Uh, I, I I think he's that same kind of like cocky jerk, but also really funny and charming that Chris Pratt is. And I believe that probably the MCU was like, you know, they, they want big names for those right. movies. And, and 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 I'm not saying that Chris Pratt was a bad choice or anything like that. But I, I think if uh, James Gunn had his way, he probably would have put Nathan Fillion in that role because he does use Nathan Fillion a lot. And he has like. Mm he has a few cameos and, and you know, the guardians movie, he's like a voice in one of them. And, right. uh, I, I think it, I think, uh, it would have been really great for him and his career. And there's always been like rumors of him joining the MCU or even like, you know, Ryan and John always talk about how he should have been, uh, Hal Jordan in, in the DC universe. And that would work as well too. But it's like, I watch movie, I watch Slither and you, you know, or, or Dr. Horrible or, any anything with Nathan Fillion, and I'm like, that's literally Star Lord. Like yeah. he, he would right. be great. He's great, and I, I I really liked him in Slither enough to when I read your comment last night, and I was like a hundred percent like that. I would I would love him as Star Lord if I hadn't seen Chris Pratt. And right. I've kind of cooled already, off on Pratt. Go, Pratt. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to go back after Pratt. <laughs> Once you go Pratt, you don't go back. Okay. Maybe Nathan Fillion would have been better in Jurassic World because I think Chris Pratt is pretty damn good as star lord but i not good in i don't jurassic love him world. in the jurassic yeah world movie. I, that's that's interesting and i i can agree with that um but you know it's we should kind, get a petition just, to hey, here here the bottom line is start giving nathan fillion the chris pratt roles and stop giving chris pratt so much work because he doesn't that's that, what i'm saying we'll put it in a petition jake and we're gonna <laughs> change.org change.org change uh chris pratt with nathan fillion i love it Never um did. That was great. Yeah, I, I agree. And it, it kind of make you know, I've never watched all of Firefly. I've seen it sporadically, but maybe I need to go back and uh, do, do a rewatch because that's a cool show. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I tried. I don't think I finished it. I started it a long, like way long time ago. We're the worst. Nerds. It's bad. I know. This is Abby. You host a nerd podcast. You're like, I saw Lost Boys for the first time yesterday, and yes. I've never seen Firefly. You're gonna get your Dragon Con credentials. I know taken about. From you. I know Firefly. I know. And Firefly. I know about the hat and like, the umbrella. Dude, just well, from Dragon Con costumes, God. I don't even know. I remember like my first time at Dragon Con, I was like, "What's with this? What's this hat? Why is this hat everyone's?" <laughs> <laughs> there must be a Dragon Con thing. Everyone got this hat on. Um, <laughs> well, cool, good That's stuff. True. You asked the people that work at the Hilton if you where you can get one of those hats. Uh, hi, I I misplaced my room key, and also, do you have a hat? One of those fun hats. <laughs> Red and orange <laughs> hat. I believe it's not from a TV show or anything. It's just kind of like a Dragon Con thing. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyways. Hey, you know what? I'm going to miss Dragon Con this year, but yeah. it'll be even better next year. Yeah. Because I will have seen all of Firefly. Exactly. Um, and we'll have so much time to play in costuming. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, cool. So, thank you everybody for joining us this week. This was fun. I think we did it. I think we, we did it. We winged it. We, we winged it. it. Fun. It was fun. On broken wings. Yeah. Um, I, it's a song. Abby, what will you, what's your movie choice for tonight? Let me look at my list. Uh, uh, I think number two was Ex Machina that came in. Yeah. I'm gonna pick the movie, and tonight it's Richie Rich. All right. Um. Well, listen, everybody. Good luck with your toy hunting. Hope that you can uh, get a Toka and Razar this Friday from NECA.com. Do not forget to tune into all of our extracurricular activities that we're doing on Patreon and YouTube and all the places you can find us. You know where to find us, uh, especially on Instagram. We're over 8,000 followers. We're, we're, we're finally going to be creeping up on 10,000, which was our... Uh, <laughs> 
I think we one day we sat down and said, let's have a social media goal. First goal, 10,000 followers on Instagram. And five years later, we're getting close. So Doing pretty good. Uh, we're doing pretty good. Uh, Jake, did you have anything else tonight, ma'am? Uh, you know, no, I don't think so. I mean, I'm just... I'm, I'm going to go ahead and start refreshing for Toka and Razar because they're probably not going to be up at the time, and they say they are. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, start keep refreshing. Always refreshing. Always refreshing. I'm probably, you know, I'm probably going to do that thing that we always do when we see the toys we want. We're just like, oh, I'll get it next time, and I'll probably wait until next Friday to order them. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, we still haven't talked. We're gonna we'll push it to another episode, but we still haven't talked about this damn Sentinel yet. I don't know who's getting it. I don't know who wants it. I'm excited that it's happening, but I'm not getting it. Oh yeah, forgot. Um, but uh, yeah, lots going on. Lots lots of toys to buy. And Bill and Ted, when Bill and Ted comes out, whether we see it in theaters or at home, we we will have a full. That's going to be a cathartic episode because we did a really good breakdown of the first two Bill and Ted movies a couple of years back, and uh, it'll it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think. Uh, that could be a wild episode. <laughs> I'm, just, mm-hmm. I'm just predicting. Wild uh, stallions. It could be I'm wild excited. stallions. Um, and I did want to make one last announcement. It is official. Our Child's Play episode that we did like three years ago, we broke down the entire Child's Play franchise, is still our most downloaded episode of all time by miles. That's insane. <laughs> In spite of everything, <laughs> that, everything else we talk about, way to go Child's Play. Yeah, so... Um, People well, like it. People like well, it. That's fine. Well, there's more Child's Play coming. There is. Yes. Yeah. We're the number one Child's Play podcast. Um, for Abigail Gardner and Jacob Walsh, my name is Craig Goldberg. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Yes, Have Some. We will see you next time. Don't fuck with the chick. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs>